Hello, hello, hello. I am Jojo Keys, founder of this lovely business called Indie Music Plus. This is Indie Music Live, episode 153, our second to last episode for 2018. Mr. Werba is standing by with his green microphone and his red bandana in his happy ending place. Christmas time. Are you feeling sick? Good, you sound sick. No, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling nice and mellow, just like your, the show tonight. We got some mellow tunes your to mic, play tonight. Your mic sounds different to me than in general. I don't know. It sounds deeper. Hey, I don't know what to tell you, man. Same setup. <laughs> I did up, better. You just sound. I upgraded Zoom, so I don't know if there's like a maybe a different sound, but yeah, we got some. Uh, Excellent gentleman here tonight. We got Pete, the politician, who claims he's going to outperform me in the critiques tonight. He says it every time, and he's 0 for 20 so far. Because I always got something up my sleeve, Joe, and I always seem to perform right in the end. But anyway, <laughs> Chris Garriott is – oh, and there he you is. Know you know what? I, I'm not going to interrupt you, man. I'm just going to interrupt you every time that I can, all right? Hey, Dave's talking about his performance. Help. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I got to say this. I'll be honest with you, 1,000% honest. Dave is one of the dopest people that I know as far as when it comes to giving critique on independent music, for real. Um, I could never okay. outdo him on that. He's correct. I'm 0 for 20. But I'm 20 and 0 on interrupting his motherfucking ass. <laughs> I need to do Okay? That's what it is. Wow. Congratulations. Yes. Agreed. right out there tonight. <laughs> So this is what you sound like when you drink Bud Light in that yeah. McUltra, huh? This is true. Shouts out to my sponsor for the evening, Bud Light. Drink responsibly. There it nice, is. Man. Cool. So let's go ahead and uh, listen to some music, shall we? Um, oh, by the way, speaking of listening to music, we got every, every single service in our store is half off until December 31st. Use the code XMAS50, Christmas 50. You get 50% off. Let's check out Tristan Grisham. This song, Roller Coaster. Uh, let's share this video out. Let us know what you think in the comments. We're on YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope live stream. We'll also be on SoundCloud and iTunes afterwards. Whenever you're ready, Rob, go ahead and hit it. There's just something about her One look from her and my bones shake and stir I'm losing focus in and out of the splur Quick cut to last month, fast cars in the hot sun Take me back to the summer Holding hands in the dark Running around town to light the spark That set this flame inside me Let's hop in the car Take a drive with our windows down Head high in the clouds 
I guess we're having problems on Facebook. Stupid Facebook. I hate you, Facebook. Should I, I probably shouldn't say that. They might come to my house and kill me. I don't know. Um, that was uh, Tristan Grisham with Roller Coaster. I really like this kid's voice. He seems like he's really young. Uh, I just became friends with him on Facebook, so uh, probably get to talk to, talk to him a little bit. I don't know. I'm thinking uh, I might hear some more from this kid. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah. Joe, I just want to um, warn you right now. So there was a moment in time on my show where I had a hashtag. It was hashtag fuck you, Facebook. And um <laughs> didn't work out very well, man. I had so many issues. Like I had to log out and log back in and reset my password. and this, that, and this. So <laughs> my new password, and I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but it has something to do with me loving Facebook. And I, ever since I said it to that password, I haven't had any problems, man. I'm just saying, man, like, all right. But I'm going to go to Tristan Grisham. Grisham. I'm going to keep it funky. Ooh. I would not be doing my job if I weren't doing so. I believe the kid has great vision. Excuse me, great vision, but poor execution on the video. I love the song. Like if I take away the video and then there's just the song, it's great. But whoever his, was his videographer, the feeling that I got was, all right, I want to do a video, whip out your cell phone, let's shoot a video. No, because with a song like that, man, you have the potential to take it so much further. I can tell he's a visionary with his art. So put a little bit of dollars behind the people who really make videos and make an extraordinary video to complement your vision. That's how I really felt about the whole song. Fair point. I understand what you're saying there. It's like there, there's a certain level of quality with the video where if it's too low, it will actually hurt the experience of listening. Right. And it, I understand that for sure. So it's like, you know, if, if it's going to be too low, it probably is best not to do it. You know, it's just like either wait <laughs> until you scrape up some money or just do some more research because it's not that expensive right. to do a nice video. But on the song here, man, I really, I really enjoyed this one. I'm, I'm really impressed with the atmosphere that they created with the music and the balance of the vocals. I mean, the vocals were a little, little in the back, but it worked. It definitely worked with the way they were doing it. So what I was really wanting to hear uh, when kind of the rap style kicked in was something different. And I, I mean, not him, like not his voice. He, he has this angelic, like really beautiful voice and it, it really mixes well with the music. So it's like beauty and the beast, man. Like that's the beauty. And I was looking for the beast to level it out where 
the rap a rapper came in and had this like really edgy style to it or something something that really offset the beauty that they created and not just kind of have it be a little letdown I, I I think that would like really take this tune to the next level is, you know, work with some different rappers because everything else they got awesome. Right. <laughs> Dave, if you want to see the beast, I just suggest you look in the mirror. <laughs> Boom. All right. Time to get the secret <laughs> artist of the week. <laughs> Chris Gary, Gar Garriott. We've had, uh, we did some reviews of this guy on the website, I played song song or two before and uh, he got a new one out called Jenny Wade's Lament, so we're going to bring him in uh, when Rob gets a chance here. There you go. There he goes to work. Rob's making the shot happen. Rob, Hicks video. There we go. We're ready to go. Okay. Chris, how you doing, man? Pretty good. Doing great. Okay. Welcome to the show. You're in Maryland, just down the street from Rob, from apparently. Um, so just give us a brief, uh, you know, elevator pitch about who you are and uh, what you're doing with your music. Tell us a little bit about Jenny Wade's Laments, and then we'll uh, take a listen and come back and get deeper with Dave. Yeah, so uh, I'm a campus minister here at the University of Maryland. I, I live right next to campus and been been doing this gig for about 13 years. Three or four years ago, I started thinking about uh, I've, I've been playing guitar for years. Uh, and then about three years ago, I was injured. I had a neck injury and I was basically laying around the house with my guitar. And I just started thinking up tunes. And, and that's kind of what happened with that first little CD, The Granite Lore. Uh, which is kind of history, family history, tunes, parents, uh, you know, just kind of different things uh, in the history of my family and life. And uh, and then I'm kind of a, a history buff and I love Gettysburg. I love thinking about that battle. And so this Jenny Wade's Lament is about the only civilian who was killed in that battle. There was about 50,000 casualties in a three-day battle and it's pretty amazing only one civilian <laughs> was killed and hmm. it was jenny wade she was baking bread in her house helping her sister who had just had a baby and they were kind of stuck there um on the battle line literally right where kind of pickets charge and everything happened and uh as she was baking bread a bullet came through the door a confederate bullet and killed her hmm. and so she was a noble woman um and uh Anyway, so the song is really kind of just about her. There's a whole museum there at Gettysburg uh, that her house is still there. You can go put your finger in the bullet hole. Um, nice. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I mean, I guess as cool as it can get. Um, <laughs> somebody, somebody dying, breaking, baking bread. Uh, sounds like sounds like one of my bad days. Uh, let's go ahead and check out Jenny Wade's Lament. Let us know what you think in the comments. It's just pee. <laughs> Your face just says it all. You just you're disgusted with me. All right, hit it, Rob. <laughs> Jenny, wait, I see you there by the table. With your long auburn hair You would have loved You would have laughed But that bullet laid you down You had those dreams Like we all do 
Chris, you were answering all my questions in your uh, in your little preamble earlier. I'm like, oh man, those are all my questions. But I want to I want to expand on it more yeah. just because there's there's a couple of I don't know tangents from this point that I think would help other artists. And so the first question is like, I mean, you laid out your passion for that era, you know, in the Gettysburg story and everything. Um, what drew you to that, man? Is that is that just a is that something you've been in, interested in your whole life or, or what elements yeah. like really mm -hmm. make it passionate to keep yeah, reading, I guess. Probably the first time I'll, I was about 10 years old and me and, and a friend of mine, his dad took both of us up there. And uh, I still remember that trip and I was kind of captivated by the whole thing, you know, armies coming at one another, union, Confederate. And, uh, and then as I got older, just kind of the significance of that battle in terms of that was a turning point really of the civil war and the union, um, you know, right after that war, it was significant victory for the union. And really after that, it's the bat, the civil war lasted for a couple more years, but really that was the end of it. So Gettysburg was a turning point for really freedom, Lincoln, you know, setting free the, the slaves, um, so all those those issues of social justice, um, you know, just the unity of our country um, and really it all kind of comes back. And I feel like a lot of those elements are still going on now. Um, and so I think we can learn a lot just thinking about Civil War and Gettysburg and what happened there. Remember the Titans? <laughs> There's got a great scene at Gettysburg with Denzel Washington giving, uh, giving that speech. I don't know if you remember that. I do, I, I do remember that movie, but uh, I also wanted to ask you, like you were saying before the show, that you're thinking of writing more tunes kind of along this theme, almost yeah. like uh, an entire album, maybe, where yeah. all of the songs are related to some story. Yeah, so I've been, read, yeah, I've been reading a lot of books about Gettysburg, and so I'm trying to capture different significant stories in that battle. Um if you want a good book to read, it's a historical novel called Killer Angels. I guarantee you, if you read that book, you'll be you'll be captivated romantically by that battle. Um, it was made into a movie, Gettysburg. I, I was telling you about Jeff Daniels is in there and yeah. Sam Elliott and stuff. Um, but the Killer Angels book, um, 
there's some significant scenes. I'm trying to write some stories and and uh, short vignettes. Um, so I'm working on some things. So hopefully next year I'll have five or six songs done. All right, man, I'm getting to my point here slowly, but yeah. next question is, did you dig deeper into the research on this stuff just to write a song? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, all right, so that, yeah. that was the purpose of digging deeper into the history. You're right. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, what, I mentioned this briefly, but, like, I hear a lot from artists and songwriters, like, yeah, I have writer's block. I'm just taking a month off and just wait till it just kind of comes back to me naturally or something. And I mean, this is such a great method because if, if you're struggling to write and, and you, you just want to kind of take a long break, I mean, all of your other passions and your hobbies in your life, you know, whatever you're reading about, like mm-hmm. I think of Jared Padone, who's another one of our critics and, he did a whole album about uh, the stories in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> nice. It, yeah. it, I mean, he just loved the show and it, yep. his whole life. And it's like, okay, well, there you go. And he wrote, he just kind of reworked it and just made this amazing album about it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, if you kind of look at it that way, I mean, it's endless. Like, you, you never should have writer's block. Maybe in terms of the chords and everything, yeah, but in terms yeah. of lyrics and telling right. a story, is that, is that kind of how you see it? Yeah, I was I was just trying to like capture some of the big elements I learned like with Jenny Wade. I mean, she was like a Christian. She apparently was reading her Bible that day. She was taking care of her her uh, sister who just had a baby. Her mother was there. A cannonball hit the roof. So anyway, just thinking about some of those themes and then trying to bring in like in the in in the uh, in the bridge of that song, I talk about like Psalm twenty three, which talks about. Um, in the shadow of your enemies, you know, she stood and, and those sorts of things, trying to bring in some of those phrases. So as I'm reading these books, I'll just jot down a phrase and then I'll come back to it. That kind of thing. All right, cool. So in your in your ministry work on campus, are you passing out CDs after service? <laughs> no. I mean, we, do, they, do all these people know that you're like writing music? And yeah, no, my, stu- my students do. We, we'll do like open mic nights and I'll play a song or two. They'll play songs and Okay. We have a we have a bunch of musicians. We have like some uh, mu- music majors in our ministry. So the guy playing cello, he was actually lived with me for a while, Peter Swanson. So he's so and that was an awesome part in the song. Yeah. So I just said, hey Peter, like listen to this like this chord progression. What do you got? And so he came up with that like in a few minutes. And so uh, right. We, so it's not the secret project. Like uh-uh. they they know and they support. All right, that's awesome. Yeah, they know. They know. Are you uh, inspiring some of them to maybe write some tunes as well? Or You know what? I hope so. I hope so, because there's a lot of talented people we have uh, in the ministry. So hopefully that hopefully we'll see some of that. All right, cool. So the website's chrisgarriott.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can yes. read his bio, see his uh, past album, uh, Granite Lore. Mm-hmm. And it's a great place to stay up to date on the new tunes. He's going to be writing them around uh, Gettysburg and everything. Are yeah. you active on social media or anything? or? Uh, I mean, I'm on Facebook, but I need to do a little bit more of that. I, I'm on Spotify and, and all that sort of thing. I would say yeah. at least a Twitter just to keep uh, yeah. like fans of your Twitter. music updated so they yeah. can see when stuff's released, you know, because they're yeah. not going to come to your website every no, day you're right. and refresh. Yeah. It's Chris Gary at five, the Twitter, the Twitter handle at Chris okay. Gary at five. At Chris Gary at five. Okay. Chris, it was a pleasure chatting with you, man. Uh, have a great evening. Thanks a lot for all your promotion. Really appreciate you guys. Thank you. 
Absolutely, man. So, Rob, if you're ready, we're going to queue up the next tune. Master flautist Bill McBurney has a new tune called Reflection. Let's hit this, Rob, right there. Swing it around. Reflection by Bill McBurney. We don't get a lot of tunes like this with uh, lead flute. I mean, it, it, it's but he's really a master at his at his craft there. I mean, really impressive uh, solo skills on. It. I mean, there's still a place for this type of stuff, you know, with jazz background. You see it in movies sometimes. And what came to mind was Ron Burgundy. I, mean, <laughs> I was thinking about that section in the bar. I mean, I mean, come on, you, it's it is played in, in some places and. Uh, but <laughs> no, flute's like flute's probably one of my favorite instruments to listen to as far as jazz styles go. And you know, some of the best flautists in the world are men, and Bill's definitely one of them. He's he's uh, been on our website for years now, and he's come back a couple of times. So uh, I love this guy; he's great. I have to beg to differ with you, man. When you say some of the best flautists are men, <laughs> listen, get right. I was in a band. I was first chair at one time in band uh, uh, band camp. I've got stories about those. Okay, <laughs> telling you. Are you saying you played flute in grade yeah. school? All right. No, I didn't play flute. I played the bass drum and alto sax. So at same time. Uh, Martian season played the bass drum. Concert <laughs> season played the alto sax. Right. So, and I was in love with the flutist. Oh. Okay. All right. And it was a woman. All right. So with that being said, sure. It wasn't a dude. You know what? I shouldn't have said that out loud. My wife is going to stab me. Well, I was going to ask, what did that, did she come your wife? Was that, or no, my, my wife went to high school with me at the same time. 
Uh-huh. So if she sees his broadcast, she's going to stab the oh, no. because she knows the real story behind Plutus that I'm talking about. All right. Uh-oh. You know what? I'm just going to jump off of, I'm going to be froggy, man. Her name was Carrie Funk. All right. That was her real name. <laughs> Carrie Funk, I apologize. I know you're married now. This has nothing to do with you and I right now. I'm not trying to interrupt your marriage. But you were the dopest flutist that I ever known. I were, I was so much in love with you at the time. Um, oh, man. That's just what it is. I'm professing my love to Carrie Funk. And... Um, Past so, love, past love. That's a yeah, whole other you, show there. Yeah, past yeah. love. I'm professing my past love. Thank you for that. I'm trying to decrease the amount of times your wife's going to punch yeah, you in the face. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. But or slap show you. called Catfish It's something like <laughs> But, yo, going back to Bill McBurney, man, I, I, like, I spent a lot of time in band. And this right here, I mean, it, it, it was hot to death. My daughter is in band and she also plays the bass drum. So I just went to her competition and Ooh. just so happened during her competition, there was a flutist and they won state championship. You know what I mean? So like for all of those people who are out there playing the flute, man, just know there's a cult section out there that loves what you do, myself included. And this one right here. I hear it on TV commercials, money. I hear it in movies, money. You feel what I'm saying? So never sleep on your instrumental skills. That's what I got to say. Yeah, definitely check out the new Bill McBurney album called The Silent Wish. So, P, tell everybody where we can find you this week. What are you up to this week? Okay, so thank you for giving me this time. On Sunday, I was part of the Independent Tone Awards, which got rained out on. And, oh no, really? Yeah, yeah, it got rained out on. Tomorrow I'll be going live with the owner of the Independent Tone Awards. Ernie. Lover. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll be talking about what happened and what needs to happen going forward, when the new date will be. We'll be talking about that. So look for me there. That's what I have going on tomorrow. But in the meantime, in between time, P the politician, all one word, all social media, easy peasy. There it is. Cool. Dave. That's it, man. Good times. Two excellent gentlemen tonight. P as always a good time. And I mean, at the end of the day, I, I beat him in the critique again, but I mean, <laughs> we had fun. We always have fun. So this is, this is P's last episode for 2018 with us so thanks for hanging out with us in 2018 man hey man i'm just I'm great blessed if i can come back in 2019 man. yep yep i already got you slotted out there i just got to tell you when you're going to be here so all right cool anybody that uh needs help professional live streaming check out hicks video h-i-x-v-i-d-e-o he's the one making us look good giving us all these cool lower thirds and uh you know making me look like i'm in a in a, in a room just an average room. That's a nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm really. It's really a green screen. Yeah. An average room. <laughs> anyway, all right. This is our second to last show. We got one more show for the year, December 18th, next Tuesday. Then we're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll be back February 2019, stronger than ever. And uh, hopefully, P the politician will be back shortly after that. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next week. Peace out. Peace.
Those dreams like we all do 